We're here today with Crystal Clancing, the outgoing executive director of Pregnancy and Postpartum Support Minnesota. She's going to give us a historical look at PPSM as an organization. Crystal, what do you remember about that first meeting? I don't remember a lot, actually. It was quite some time ago. I do remember Suzanne Swanson reaching out to myself and a handful of other people that she knew who had expressed an interest in helping this population and who worked with this population in their therapy practice, but just really wanted to get together and talk about what more we can do and more uh, meeting of the minds. What was the goal of that first meeting? Meeting of the minds is so accurate because we really knew there were problems and that there were gaps, but we didn't quite know exactly what those were and what we were going to do about them. We just knew that something needed to happen. Resources needed to be created. Describe what you've seen change in perinatal mental health since the inception of PPSM. I think overall there is more awareness about perinatal mental health. We have more resources for sure. We still have a long way to go, but we definitely have more resources than we did when we started 2007 there definitely is less stigma involved. There are more people and especially celebrities coming out talking about their own experiences with uh, PMADs, but also loss, um, perinatal loss, and all things related to building your family infertility. Definitely starting to see a shift in people feeling like they can't talk about it. I know we're here today to talk about PPSM, and we'll get to what we think contribution from PPSM has been, but what do you think just in more globally, the change has been in that shift of more awareness? I think it's a combined effort. I think social media has played a huge role, especially with celebrities and local figures who are sharing their stories. Locally, we have grown a lot as an organization. And then on a national level, PSI has grown just exponentially ever since I've been interested in this area and definitely is much more present than it ever was. So within our state here in Minnesota, how do you think PPSM has contributed to that change? I think our organization really led the way with engaging in the community by attending events, both professional events, local community events. We pioneered having a vetted provider resource list, which was novel and not something that existed at the time. The other big thing, the helpline with being able to get quicker access to those resources and a warm handoff instead of people out there just trying to figure it out on their own. PPSM is the state chapter of PSI. Tell us how that relationship began. Back when we started PPSM, Suzanne and Krista Post, another local psychologist, were already the state coordinators for PSI for Minnesota. So that definitely led to my learning more about that organization and getting connected. And then in 2010, when the helpline was being developed, I reached out to Wendy Davis, who was running her own peer support model in Portland, and to ask her more questions about how she did that and help us get some ideas for ways to get that started. And since then, there's just been an ongoing collaboration that's grown and grown. We became the fifth chapter in the country and uh, being involved by attending the PSI conference, by speaking, being part of the exam committee, things like that. There's just been a lot of ways that PSI have 
given us opportunities to connect. Crystal, you were with PPSM for well over a decade and now nearly going on two. What are some of the most proud moments with your time connected to the organization? Oh, in the in what time allows, I think the top three things that really stand out the most, actually there are four. Um, the first thing that comes to mind for me is the Daisy Dash. And that is an event that started in 2014. It was our first 5K fundraiser that I dreamed up and had a tough time getting people on board with actually, because it was a lot of work. It was really scary, but we did know that one, we needed a way to network with the community and that was it. And two, we really needed a way to be raising some funds because if we had all these goals that we wanted to do and no money to do it. And so that has become our, our, fundraiser every year and it just has grown every year and it's been such an inspiring event. The second big thing that I feel very proud of is the way that the helpline has come so far and the the difference between what it was when it started to where it is now is just incredible. That has been a huge way for us to collaborate, connect, and serve the community year-round. The other thing that I really was the, the project that I finished up before I left was Stacy's Gift, which was a collaboration with a local family whose daughter died by suicide in the postpartum period. And it was a way to let people know that if they are struggling or afraid that their loved one is struggling, that here is how to address that. Here's what to do. Here's how you can help. And that was definitely one of the most meaningful things and so wonderful that it was the way I went out. I think ultimately the other thing I'm so proud of, of looking at how far we've come over the past decade is we're completely volunteer run and not a lot of nonprofits have longevity for completely being volunteer run. A lot of times they're executive director is at, at the least paid. And so I think just knowing that this group of wonderful people has kept this organization going this long on energy alone is just amazing. What is something that you would like to see in PPSM's future? While I think that us being volunteer run is a beautiful thing, I also think one way that we are going to achieve some of the goals that we have would be to be able to have some paid positions. It is so difficult for all of us uh, running the organization and a full-time job and being parents, all of that, in order to have that time and space to do some of those bigger things likely going to benefit the organization most. I think also the helpline Again, as much as it's grown, I would love it to be so busy that we need to hire people for that as well. I would love it. My dream would be to never have a client or a parent, whichever way I'm meeting with them, ever have them say to me that my OB told me I needed therapy, but didn't tell me where to look. Crystal, what will you miss most about your time on the board of directors? Now, understanding that you still do have involvement with PPSM, but with the leadership, what do you think you're going to miss most? I miss the energy of the group and being able to come together every month and talk about 
the things that have happened over the past month, what people feel good about, where we're headed, what dreams we have, and just that energy of all of those wonderful people coming together to to make it happen. That that's something that I already miss, especially with the pandemic. So that that will be the biggest thing. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope to invite you back and be able to touch on all of the dreams that you have for PPSM's future and acknowledge that they have yes indeed begun. With us now is the current executive director of Pregnancy and Postpartum Support Minnesota, Lauren Robbins. So Lauren, tell us, how did you first hear about PPSM? Well, thanks for having me, Sam. Um, You know, I was reflecting back on sort of when PPSM came into both my personal and clinical eyesight. And I think it was back in 2015, uh, at the time, a colleague of mine who she herself had experienced infertility and was really interested in specializing in pregnancy and postpartum clinically, uh, she piqued my interest as well. And I I think I remember having a conversation with her and just realizing like, oh, that's a thing that that, uh, therapists do this work in this specific area. Um, Prior to that, I was very invested as a trauma therapist, which I still am. Um, and then those, those two elements kind of melded really well for me doing kind of the, the birth trauma work. Um, this was right around the time when I got pregnant with my third child as well. So personally, it kind of came into my life after my second pregnancy, uh, the initial postpartum period, we were not sleeping. I had an older child who was quite ill and uh, I was never diagnosed, but I, that was the hardest postpartum period for me to date. So that's when I kind of discovered PPSM and jumped right in. And I think that it is interesting that I've seen myself a paradigm shift where people are recognizing that it is a subspecialty of care. So what have you seen change in the perinatal mental health scene since that time? I think one of the biggest things I've probably noticed is more so with the medical health providers asking about a mom's personal history with uh, mental health disorders, uh, postpartum depression or anxiety, reflecting on my own experiences. And from my first birth, and I was pregnant in 2012 and 13, I don't recall being asked those questions in prenatal visits and then transitioning into 2014, I had a child and 2016, I had a child that there were questions asked at almost every visit. I remember specifically my midwife asking about a history, a personal history, as well as having me complete the EPDS. That's definitely something I think has shifted as more medical health providers are understanding the importance of screening and referring and recognizing that they're kind of the first point of contact for those families, not mental health providers. Well, that's amazing. And 2012 really doesn't seem that long ago, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, a lot has changed in that time. I think a lot of things evolve in just the birth world. I mean, from one perspective, you think about just the advertising and product industry of baby stuff. These um, companies that make baby uh, supplies or baby toys and baby, all the gadgets, 
And the evolution of that, just like every year, new stuff coming out, I think maybe the medical field as well, or my hope is, I'm crossing my fingers here, that that continues to evolve as well. Like the focus on the this population and how valuable and important this population is. And with that too, I think there's many more mental health providers who are specializing providers who are getting trained and are competent in serving this population. So now putting those two pieces together, how do you think that PPSM, which is the state chapter of PSR, has played a role in that shift, that paradigm change? One of the things that we have long valued is training providers, and we are continuing to forge ahead in training as many providers as possible, and not just those mental health providers, but provider who's having contact with pregnant and postpartum families and making connections with clinics who serve this population. PPSM has continued to put effort into outreach with fellow providers, making sure that they, one, know we exist, but two, that they're getting trained so that we don't have the dilemma of, okay, I screened and now what? And they actually know, here's a screening I can use. Here's what it means. Here's how I know that there's risks. And here's what I do next. I make sure that these families get into the hands of providers that can really help them. What are some things that you see that are changing and things that are coming down the pipeline? Well, so we do have a bit of board of directors changeover that's happening. We've really reflected on making sure that those of us who are committing our volunteer time to what was formerly the steering committee and now is the board of directors really have the energy to commit and know that there's maybe kind of an end point that we can go all in for a three-year term and then step back as we need to in order to to address other other parts of our lives and so as we've uh, initiated term limits we're seeing some turnover that's happened recently obviously I've moved into this role in the last six months so we're going to be seeing some leadership handoffs, new and different energy coming in, as well as continuing to foster relationship providers, robust referral network. We are collaborative so that we can get those members of the community, our prospective clients into the hands of a provider as soon as possible. Lauren, in addition to the leadership turnover, some other things that PPSM, I understand, has going on are new energies put forward legislatively, trying to extend medical assistance out for one year as opposed to 90 days. We've also launched something called Stacy's Gift. Additionally, are there some new things coming up with the volunteers? The legislative piece, we do have a legislative director, and I would say that was a a newer role. Michelle Anderson is taking that on, and um, she's been awesome in fostering relationships with key players. As far as uh, Stacy's gift, so the Gottwalt family has been working closely with PPSM to develop uh, more awareness around mental health during the pregnancy and postpartum period, specifically to make sure that other families don't have to experience the heartache that they did. As far as our volunteers, we love our volunteers. We are a completely volunteer-run organization. And one of the biggest challenges that we've seen in 2020 is that with the pandemic, we've had to scale way back as far as any of the community-based events that we've been doing because we just haven't been seeing people. So we've gotten kind of creative in thinking about how can we engage our volunteers, those people that are uh, passionate and energetic about supporting this population and about supporting PPSM and moving us forward. We want to harness that energy and really make sure that those volunteers feel 
a sense of belonging and purpose. So we're working with our outreach director in getting boots on the ground and getting them out into the community. So we've got postcards that we give out for free to anyone who requests them. And when we have so many more hands to do this, we just, PPSM just has a much greater reach, which is so awesome. So I think that we all come to the table with maybe a special interest or a pet project per se. What do you have as a vision for something that you'd like to see happen at PPSM? I've thought a little bit about it personally. And one of the things that I'd like to see happen is us bolstering our membership and our resource list beyond mental health providers. While we know therapists and prescribers are so valuable, I think it's essential that parents have the opportunity to build care teams, especially when you've got a family where they had a subsequent baby and had a tough time. And so they know that they're already at risk for experiencing another challenging um, pregnancy and postpartum time. And so I'd love to see more doulas, more midwives, more OBs, maybe even pediatricians, acupuncturists, massage therapists, maybe Reiki providers, um, maybe occupational therapists. So more of our integrative health providers coming on board with PPSM and recognizing their value in contributing to the health and well-being of our community members who are experiencing pregnancy and the postpartum period. So I think that that's kind of a personal hope um, because that way, maybe someone who's accessing our resource list can think about, oh, who do I want to go see for fertility treatments, for example? And if they see they're, they're on our resource list, they might sort of feel at ease knowing, okay, this person gets it. And they're going to maybe check in with me about how I'm doing emotionally and not just how my body's performing. One of the things that I've been thinking about is just kind of a refocus on the four pillars of our organization, which are awareness, training, advocacy, and support. Now that you've been in this role for a while, is there anything that has surprised you? I don't know if it's so much more being surprised or just being in awe, but to see all of the providers and community members who have committed so much of their time and energy to seeing through the success of PPSM, how important this organization and the purpose of this organization is for the board members who commit their time and energy and passion to seeing the success. I am always humbled by the amount of effort that people put forward, that they're volunteering and it feels like the giving is endless. Our fundraisers and even people in the community who are just looking to boost and increase awareness. Thank you very much, Lauren, for your time. We hope to hear from you again throughout the year with some updates. Thanks for having me, Sam. (laughs) 